0: This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. All right, everybody, the woman is back. This week, we are so lucky. Monique Dowdy is joining us. You might know her or be more familiar with her as Nurse Mo. I'm just floored. I know Danny and I do a lot, but. Nurse Mo, like you're, you're superhuman. Thank you so much for joining us today. I can't wait to hear about everything that's going on in your life. You give back so much to, to the community and environment. You're just,
1: oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> She's wonderful. I do have to add. So last time I met Mo, she was still working as an ICU travel nurse, which you did for eight years. Now you are a full-time entrepreneur and speaker, inspirer, social media influencer. And so many people look up to you. And I mentioned to you before we started that whenever I saw you in Baltimore, it was like very obvious that you are a force. You are an amazing speaker, but you didn't think you did that great of a job, which I completely disagree with. But anyway, (laughs) so I can only imagine like where you are at this point, if you say that. So um, I'm thrilled to have you here. And I know people are going to listen to this episode like crazy because everybody loves you so I mean we've only been talking
0: for like 10 minutes feel? and I'm just feeling so much just, like love and empowerment and I'm just like this is be
1: seriously incredible So
2: <laughs> yeah she's incredible thank you so well. much I'm honored to be here you ladies are amazing I love everything you're doing and I saw that you had a podcast Danielle and D or Danny and D <laughs> yeah. and I was like these two women are fabulous phenomenal they're inspiring women all over the globe um, to be beautiful, to be themselves, to do work, to be funny, to be humorous, to be multifaceted. So I just really felt that this was like an aligned opportunity, and I'm honored to be here. So thank you guys oh, so much. Thank you, and thank you, Danny. Thanks for pushing to noon because you know I I, I told you I'm not functional. I don't make Anytime. any serious decisions before ten a.m. anymore. That was the first thing I did as an
1: entrepreneur. <laughs> any time, that's Absolutely. And you're back on the East Coast in your hometown, Philadelphia, I, PA.
2: I am. It's been really great. So um, I got a call on October 1st that my niece was born. And I was Libra actually baby. in Portugal. Yeah, she's beautiful. I call oh. her Princessa. Oh. Uh, she was born when I was in Portugal. And I had this elaborate Baby shower planned because she was not due until October 21st. Okay. And I had this elaborate baby shower planned. And um, I was in Lisbon and I was like standing at this really cool co working space getting stuff done. And I got a call like, hey, um, you know, Issa Elizabeth is here. She's seven pounds. And i before they could get through the whole thing, I was like on a plane to come oh. home and spend time with my family. Uh, It's actually like one of my 2020 goals is to just be more grounded and spend as much possible time as I I can with my family.
1: Yeah. I love that. That's amazing. Uh, That's also one of my goals. I'm going to try and see my parents more and hang out with my boyfriend more instead of just ignoring him, which I can't, Ooh, I can't do. Okay. I don't, I don't ignore him, but it's like, it's too much work. Like it's work stuff. So yeah. I'm going to cut back Yeah, for that yeah. purpose, but and yeah. uh, that's wonderful. So you've been there since you've been there for a while now. A um, I got
2: here October 1st, but then I had to take a little break um, from my family. I went to, uh, where did I go? Oh gosh, it's all a blur. So this year yeah. I've spoken like 20 different cities, four different countries, two different continents three, three different continents. And then, uh, but I did a little break and I went to Detroit for my last speaking engagement, New York Mm -hmm. for a previous speaking engagement with Emerald Health Services. Uh, and then, yeah. And then, uh, Indiana to meet my boyfriend's family. And that was, that was it. But I've I've been kind of based from here for a little while. Um, I've been pretty much nomadic since, life but January is when it like really got hardcore like January of of 2018 was I mean 2019 was like when I really started living out of kind of a suitcase yeah yeah and it's been it's been awesome I've learned a lot about myself
1: that's wonderful noom noom noom
0: wow y'all we are getting so close to the new year and so close to our gyms and workout classes being a bit overcrowded for the month of January and sometimes February, we all have resolutions to live healthier and maintain a healthy lifestyle. That's where Noom comes in. It's an all-inclusive app that helps you learn healthier habits and feel better about yourself. Whether that's more stamina to keep up with your busy life, getting into your goal genes, or just being more in tune with your body's needs and to practice self-care. Let's make our new year's resolutions actually last by working with Noom and making life habit changes. It's not just a weight loss app. No food is good or bad or off limits. Noom teaches moderation and can be used in conjunction with many pre-existing popular diets if you want. Personally, I'm not trying to diet because diets are not long-term. I want something that I can sustain. And Noom helps to teach sustainable choices. I also love tracking my steps and Noom has one of the largest food databases and that lets you track all of your meal habits, visualize portion sizes, and see calorie density at a glance. What really sets Noom apart is your own personal goal specialist. You can chat with them and others in the Noom community about things that are going on in your life and also offer help and support to each other. You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make for the biggest progress. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash womed. That's n-o-o-m dot com slash womed. What do you really have to lose? Visit noom.com slash womed. It's the last weight loss program you're going to need. Okay, before... I figured I I kind of like, I feel like I know what your answer is going to be to this, but we always do a lubrication question just to kind of kick things off. And it's a would you rather today? Would, Would you rather have unlimited international first class tickets or never have to pay for food at any restaurant?
2: definitely unlimited first class tickets. right? like wow there's, like there's like, such a huge difference yeah. i totally looked <laughs> out it's a big difference and it makes so it's so much more expensive and like it's just like me after my last anxiety attack on my flight to china like i definitely want first class yes for sure
1: yes yeah. so that's the longest flight it's so tight the food is so bad
2: it's like, so bad it's and the pe- worst the people next to me kept waking me up to eat and i was like please Stop. stop waking me yeah. up stop yeah <laughs> it's I am so medicated. bad Hev- I'm heavily medicated right now yeah. <laughs> I am completely yeah. Yeah, no.
0: lucked out um the first time I was coming back from Kenya I like it was my last well no it wasn't the last like so I had to do like I had just done Nairobi to London I was doing London to Dallas and then I was gonna do Dallas to Nashville um but Ooh. like I was going to land at a point where I was like, I can just, if I stay up for like these next two flights, I'll be okay. And then I can go to bed. You know, it's been, it's been a long, like um, I was in Kenya for like two, two and a half weeks, something like that. And um, they asked me to change seats and I was to accommodate like this other gentleman. He had like purchased two and I was like, yeah, that's, that's totally fine. I don't mind. And I moved. And then the The screen didn't work on. Oh, this sound so sounds no. so first world, but like my screen on my no, like TV just awful. kept like flashing at me. So I'm like, hey, I'm gonna get a headache because this thing is just like flashing at me. I can't stay awake because I'm gonna be, I like, I I don't have anything to to watch or something. And so I asked the stewardess. I was like, can you guys do it? Can you reset this? Is there another seat back here? Like, like, well, there's there's no other seats. And I was like. I already moved for somebody. Like, is there anything back here? Like any, anything you can do. They tried resetting the screen, nothing. And she comes. They're so, why are they so like not quick
2: to just move you to first class? Like, why was yeah. that not the first option? Yeah,
0: right. But, but, but they <laughs> did. They ended up moving me to first class. And I was like, you've got to nice. be kidding me. Like Good. someone is going to find me up here. But I. It, I do you remember uh
2: it was the best experience <Same>, of my life. She's like, "Help me, I'm poor." Yes, yeah, yes of course. rides me. She's not means, so
0: I'm gonna be
1: like, "Help me, I'm poor." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, be nice to me. I just <laughs> please don't kick me out of here. Please don't kick me out of here. Yeah. No, it's I don't understand why they don't just shift to that like soon as there's an issue. Yeah. Like, just move you to first class. Like it costs you guys nothing. It's just Yeah. One, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, it is a first world. When hearing that, we're like, "Uh, first world," but. I, I've been really lucky the, the last like two or three times I flew mm-hmm. I had um the whole row to myself
0: oh my That's gosh a dream. That's because sometimes you're you're just packed in on these like nine 12 so hour flights and you're just like I can't I can't move like I'm gonna get blood clots I'm, I'm gonna fine. well Danny
1: Danny knows I'm She's like five foot tall. Oh, aren't you?
2: Fine? I'm
0: really I'm so small. freaking tall. I'm so jealous of those people me that too. can sit there, they can put the uh, their tray I'm table like- down and lay on it. I can't do that. I can't do that. Whenever I sit,
2: whenever I'm like in the in the middle seat, people are always like, "Yes." When I walk I up, they are. <laughs> She's I'm literally really small. I'm you really, are- really small, and that's the first thing that people say when they meet me. They're like. I was, I was out like walking around the other day and this girl was like, you look really familiar. And I was like, it's from social media. She was like, no, I think it's from somewhere else. And I was like, no, I'm hundred percent sure it's probably from social media. <laughs> and so she was just like, oh, wait, is your name? I was she like, what's your name? I was like, Monique. She was like, do you go by Mo? And I was like, yeah. She was like, oh, wow. You're really small. <laughs> oh, like, like you're really little. And I was like, yeah, I know. It's like, everyone says, she's like, like you photograph really. I'm like, I make people photograph me from my feet. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that I look tall and they're like, wow, like you look really tall. i was like, okay, that's enough. Yeah, I'm let's not- just stop <laughs> here. Yeah. Let's Jeez. just stop here. I'm really small.
0: So many medical professionals have side hustles. Personally, I think it keeps us all sane. We all have that creative side that we need to feel. And getting out of the rut and staying creative is easier said than done. But Skillshare can help you build, fuel, and expand your creative side hustles. The WOMED is my creative hustle, and I'm trying to learn all that I can about marketing and web design to help this grow as a business. Skillshare is an online learning community for the creator and all of us. They have thousands of classes, thousands, ranging from photography and web design to creative writing. These classes are so much fun. I have no idea how to design websites, but I definitely am trying to learn to create one for the WOMED. I've also really been focusing on the creative writing classes because I love writing so much and I'm working on writing my book. So many side hustles. Some might say I have too many, but I just ignore them. Leaning into your creative side really leads to a happier, more fulfilling life. I love the Skillshare community and I love learning. If you haven't yet, just go take a look at the site and all the classes they have to offer. It's Skillshare.com. Slash Womed, And you can check it out for free for two months. Go see for yourself. Go to Skillshare.com slash WOMED and take a leap and try something new. You definitely won't regret it. It's two months of free classes at Skillshare.com slash WOMED. When did you officially leave the bedside?
2: Okay, so all right, here's the thing. <laughs> so this is my second time leaving. So uh, I actually have a pack. I have a pact with my um with my sister mm-hmm. who who's also she's she's a nurse. Not my blood sister, but I, my sister, my soul yeah. sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a nurse right now. She's a little younger than me, and I told her that when I go back to LA, mm-hmm. uh, if I get tempted to work to go back to the bedside, um, due to financial or boredom or just lack of interest to. Force me to launch something new and to develop something else because wow. okay. I'll explain why. Uh, so I left the bedside in for the first time, I believe in April of 2017 mm-hmm. took around maybe four months off. Okay. After that, I went back for about two assignments and then I took 11 months off. Yeah. Um, I took 11 months off and then from February, of 2019 to April of 2019, I worked a little and Mm -hmm. I felt like, what am I doing? I love patient care. Mm -hmm. Anybody who Mm -hmm. knows me or has worked with me knows that I I love patient care and I love human connection. Mm -hmm. Um, but I literally felt like I was trapped. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. I wasn't living in my purpose. Mm-hmm. And that 11 months off really messed with me because I like got into doing things that made me feel really good, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like taking time to like prepare breakfast. Uh, I have like this moki pot for like one cup of coffee that takes uh, 15 minutes to make. Yes. And these are like small luxuries that I didn't realize were so important to me. Mm-hmm. And they made me feel really good. Yeah. Also doing healing work in other ways made me feel really good. So when I went back, I was just like, okay, uh, April 10th was, was my last day at the bedside. And I was just, I was technically like financially retired in January of 2019. But Mm -hmm. for some reason, I kept going back because I think as nurses, we have this sense of stability that we absolutely love. For sure. It's it's kind of a catch 22 because it's like, okay, you can try different things, but then you're always going to be a little tempted to go back into what is stable yeah so with that being said that's why I had that conversation with my sister is like as an entrepreneur you have ups and downs and a, you have trying moments of like am I really doing the right thing and uh I go through like this creative process where I'm like this is this is dope I'm launching some fire and then yeah. I'm like oh this is bullshit everybody's gonna hate me <laughs> yeah like I, what am I gonna do I mean like and but you kind of have to go through those moments in order to really step out on faith and really yeah. do something really phenomenal Mm -hmm. so being called back to what's comfortable all the time isn't going to work so yeah yeah I left for sure in April and um I went abroad in May and Mm. um I lived in Bali for 60 days I stayed there and then after that I came back to the states and like hopped around a little bit um and then from there it's just been kind of like I've been going all over I did a month in Nicaragua. A month in Colombia, oh. yeah, it's been really, really good. It's been really good. So, um, yeah, just really stepping out on faith mm-hmm. and deciding that I made a serious decision that this this type of work I do, yes, which I have five different right now streams of ways that I work within my mission, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, that all bring me an in- income while making an impact. Yes, um, I have to work within them before sourcing going back to the bedside not that there's anything wrong with the bedside because I love it yeah but I just don't like being asked to do a care plan at 4am right yeah
0: (laughs) well and there's there's that's that safety net you know and and I've I've definitely felt that way too like since starting this podcast and and taking my own time away from the bedside like I there's a part of me that's like oh my god like you should really think about like going back to work or doing, finding like something more stable, you know, but there's so much, there's so much change and growth that has been happening internally that I'm like, I don't, I don't want to go back to that because I wasn't being challenged enough. I mean, like you're challenged with like every new patient, every patient's different, every, like you're, you're still learning something every day, but like, you're not necessarily growing in that space as like a woman, as a human, as someone that wants to make, a lasting change or like to, yeah. to challenge themselves more, if that makes
2: sense. Dee, how long has your break been away from the bedside?
0: Uh, I left in March. Okay. Yeah, so it's been a couple
2: months. And Is this your first long break?
0: Yeah, like the first time I took a break from the bedside was when I, I did do a traveling assignment, but I wasn't away from, the, like, I didn't take more than like a month, two months off. And the same thing with the Bachelor and stuff. I was I took like two months off for each stint on that. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, this is the longest time I've had away from the bedside, and I just I feel so good. I feel like I'm I'm challenging myself. I'm doing a lot of self work
2: and
1: um and hopefully making some sort of an impact. (laughs) But you are yeah yeah definitely. I mean, you can touch so many people in so many different ways. It's just. A lot of people don't do it because it's scary. Yeah. It's hard to stay self-motivated, mm-hmm. you know, and fight through those days where you're like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Like, yeah. you know, whereas like I I totally fear leaving. We've talked about this a zillion times. Mm-hmm. I've never taken a break in nine years. Not a real break, except I burned out one time and was sick for six weeks oh, wow. <laughs> because of what yeah. I was doing. But yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely scary. And I think it takes some serious... You know, trial and error, like you have to be comfortable with your failures, mm-hmm. all of that stuff, which I've definitely gotten better at. But uh, yeah. And plus, like there is always that part of you that loves it, you
2: know, oh, yeah. Yeah, will
1: we'll miss it for sure. I know you like bedside care, Mo, because I've heard you talk about like doing oral care and like track care baths on patients. So oh, baths, I like yeah. Baths. <laughs> yeah. Except
2: that yeah, I mean, like, I like my baths, baths are
1: different than like,
0: <laughs> than adult <yeah>. ICU <laughs> <with> baths,
2: but. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, they're probably they're but there's certain things that I've I definitely missed, but knowing that that is always there yeah. is such a beautiful thing. And um, I actually had um, a challenging conversation with my father the other day because yeah. he comes from the captain of like the No Shit Show. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. He is like, he's a 60. 60- five-year-old African-American man from the South. Yeah. And, like, his motto is, like, you work hard, you go to college, you get a higher level of degree. Mm-hmm. And, like, he doesn't really understand what I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's starting to because he, like, handles my – helps me handles like, my investments and things like that. So he's like, oh, wow, like, this is, like, a real thing. Yeah, so where like, are you getting this yeah. money from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do you do this? So, so like, having – he was just like, why don't you just go and, like – get your nurse practitioner and do this. And I'm like, well, that's not what I want to do. Yeah, right. And I was like, and I, it's available for me if I do want to do that, but I don't want to do mm-hmm. that. So we had a conversation the other day and um he was just like, um, you know, you really need to go. When you get back to LA, you need to pick up a, a shift at the hospital. So that your nursing license doesn't expire. I had that same and, conversation with my dad. Yeah. And, <laughs> and blah, 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 blah. And he was like, I don't want you to forget about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you realize for five years of my career that people really trusted me to take care of it, to drain fluid from their, from their brains every hour? <laughs> yeah. And like, that was my job to make sure the pressure in their head was at a very certain specific number. Do you think that a person that does that kind of work would let something just expire? And he was just like, (laughs) I I guess you're right. And that's one of the (laughs) things that that that's one of the things that I kind of have to remind myself as an entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I remember like my first event, I was with this, like we were at, I was at, like, some nursing conference, and I was, and this lady was, like, an OR nurse, and she was, had a beautiful little table for, like, a pop-up, and she was, like, stressed out about hanging a sign, and I was just, like, excuse me, like, what do you do, and she was just, like, I'm a nurse, and I'm, like, well, what kind of nurse, and she was like, an OR nurse, and I was just, like, oh, okay. I was like, so, like, if you don't show up to work or, like, do your job properly, someone will literally die, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, put the fucking sign down. Like, it doesn't matter. It <laughs> doesn't matter. your job. You're like, that does not matter. Like, yeah. you do stuff that actually matters. So sometimes I have to remind myself that, like, okay, the work that I'm doing now is amazing and I love it, but it's light compared to what I've done. Yeah. So I think as, as nurses, we are so capable of so many things mm-hmm. and it's so amazing, but we can do anything because we literally have the, we have one of the most important jobs in the world other than being a mother, in my opinion. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that, I think that anything we decide to do, try challenge will any challenge will be significantly easier mm-hmm. than the work that we've done. It Like if you, like theoretically, if you really yeah, think yeah. about it. Yeah. And, oh, and for practically. Sure.
1: for yeah. sure. I completely agree. I have a selfish question back to something that you mentioned earlier. Okay. You said that you have five streams of income oh, yeah. that <laughs> help you sustain as an entrepreneur. Do you feel comfortable okay. sharing
2: what, oh, absolutely. Like
1: what I, aspects of those are?
2: Absolutely. And I'll talk to you about the way that we grow, um, the okay. way that we plan to grow in 2020. So right now, it's November. And I like always tell people that this time of the year is like harvest season. Mm-hmm. Like you should not mm-hmm. be launching something new during yeah. this time of the year. Everybody is out of money. Every client that you have is out of money. It is Q4. No one is trying to give you money. No one's trying to buy anything. We're saving for Christmas. Yes. So right now I'm in kind of my incubation phase and I'm building all new platforms for 2020. So um actually let me, let me work through them because I actually okay. just, I just put them on, um, if you don't have a whiteboard in your home or access to somewhere, I really recommend getting one Mm -hmm. or um, writing on a mirror, just like to map things out. Yeah. So um, I had to look at like my 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020 finances and the way that everything was working. Yeah. And I did this thing and I think it's a really good practice for everyone to do. Number one is what I did over the year, right? Mm -hmm. What did I do? And what was that, right? What, what what are all the things that I did? Number two, what worked and what did I do really, really well, right? Mm-hmm. Number three, what did I hate doing that I don't want to do again, right? Number four, what do I want, right? So I take column three, which is what did I hate doing and find out ways to outsource and automate that or get rid of it because I don't think we should be making money off of anything that does not bring us joy because it feels mm-hmm. like work. So this year, what I did for Streams of Income was a big thing was I launched a coaching program. I took 12 women, uh, I'm sorry, seven women, and I uh, and I spoke to them one hour a week mm-hmm. for 12 weeks. And they all successfully launched businesses oh within my gosh. 12 weeks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I had no idea you did that. Yeah. So I launched that 100% through my email list. Because I felt that if someone would be willing, and it's all about like kind of funneling your audience and figuring out what is appropriate for them. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to bombard. You have a social media following, an, a beautiful one. You do too. You have a massive cult. You don't want to overwhelm them right. with I'm selling something all the time. Yeah. Someone who subscribes to your email list is more likely to buy something mm-hmm. That that's that kind of thing. So I'm sure both of you receive this a lot where people ask to pick your brain.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
2: yeah. don't let anyone pick my brain for free. Um, right. It's just not an even energy exchange and it's not totally fair mm-hmm. to me because it took me thousands of dollars to make the mistakes and thousands of hours to make the mistakes that I did yeah. that someone can avoid by getting on the phone with me. So I did my coaching program. Um, I launched it solely, strictly through my email list and I did chemistry calls for a fee to find out if these women were aligned mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. my goals, my mission and if we spoke the same language. And quite frankly, did they get on my nerves? Did I want to talk to them for 12 weeks? And that's just really, that's just me being really honest about it. So I interviewed 35 women, Mm -hmm. um, in two days and I got down to seven women who I felt like we could really grow something. And for the first six weeks, we talked about confidence and Mm self-love and two women dropped off. And I picked wow. up two more because they were very upset when I asked them the questions, "Who are you? Yeah. What is your gift to the world?" They were offended by those kind of questions, and mm-hmm. I was not comfortable building a business with anyone who didn't know who they were. Yeah, totally, um, It wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. It, it's not going to work. So um, my com- my coaching program was one. So we worked through first spiritually aligning with success, and then creating the practical tools that we needed, where we would look over different things and. They did 80% of the work, and I did 20. These women are phenomenal. Every time I got off the phone with one of them, I would be like, this is my favorite client. Like, literally every <laughs> client is my favorite client, and that chemis- those chemistry calls really made a difference from mm-hmm. that. Um, the other way that I um, generated income is a sp- uh, paid spokesperson. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked with brands like Emerald Health Services. I worked with beauty brands, all different brands, but I try to keep that limited because, again, you don't want to overwhelm your audience with selling a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Because then when right. you launch something that's yours, people are like, oh, here she goes, just selling something else again. Right. Mm-hmm, so right. I encourage anyone who's doing like influencer work, sp- spokesperson work, or any type of brand alignment to create a list of what this brand requires in order for you to work with them. So for me, it needs to be friendly towards brown people, very friendly towards Course. brown people preferably female owned preferably black and female owned that's a double wham- whammy good for the environment and pro nurse those are the right. things that i require for that and then um the other thing i did was travel hosting and that was really cool because i got to get paid to travel that's so amazing. that market opened up it's really cool um but i found out a way that to to make it better mm-hmm. so um <laughs> i uh so that's what like it's it's really cool and the whole thing is is looking at like okay, this is a great opportunity and I loved it and I'm honoring that, but how can we make this better? And how can we make this more fulfilling? So travel hosting was great because, so what are nurses? Nurses are stably employed. Mm -hmm. Okay. They have a lot of, they, they get a significant amount of time off because they have three to four days. They're working three to four days a week. Mm -hmm. All right. And often single, it's sad to say, but true. Yeah. True. Uh, so, so we, uh, I partnered with several company, well, two different companies this year that um, we brought over 24 nurses to other countries to do a week where they care for themselves or a medical mission mm-hmm. or uh, luxury combined with service work. Mm-hmm. And this was really great because I got to see women who were afraid to travel on their own. Yeah. Uh, and connect with them. So generally we teach something. So that was, um, I did... Two um, international retreats in Bali, one in Nicaragua, and one in Kenya this yeah. year. Yeah, I'll wow. come on um, your next one. <laughs> hey, hey, please do. Please, I would do. love that. Uh, and the, and then the fourth source. Sorry, y'all. This is like overextended. No, no, it's source, wonderful. The fourth source is. Influencer work, which is my least favorite. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be really, really honest with that. I just like don't like taking pictures with a bottle of water. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, How do I make this look organic? (laughs) Exactly. Because it's not. Yeah. Right. So here's the thing. If it's not a product I won't, I don't use or wouldn't use, Mm -hmm. then I'm not going to sell it. Like, I'm not going to sell it on my social media. So every day I'm sure. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Right. You are getting emails. You too are getting emails, text messages, calls, all these things to get you to promote products that you don't need. I had
0: a call. Someone wanted me to promote like Heineken beer. And I was like, I don't even drink beer. Like, I don't even know how to hold a can of beer. Like, this is not going to work for me. (laughs) This is not
2: real. (laughs) Yeah. Like recently I had a company reach out to me and they asked me to promote like a diet pill. Mm -hmm um or something and I was like well like first of all like I run like four miles a day I'm vegan and like I don't like and so like why would I promote this like I don't need to use it (laughs) I don't need to use it so so that's like my hardest one because I consider myself like I I feel that I have a social responsibility we all do that whatever Mm -hmm. we put out like we have to understand that young women are looking up to us yeah and so that's my least favorite, but from time to time, like I will take on a paid ad because have you ever listened to the radio where they're like, here's a commercial, we got to pay those bills. And that's, yeah, that's, right. that's how it works yeah, out. So sure. I try to do that in the most intentional manner. Mm-hmm. And then the last source is paid uh, speaking gigs, like all oh, over the U.S. And this course. year it's, um when I go to my international treat- retreat, I try to uh, stay for a month just to get to know the culture Mm -hmm. also like to align myself and network with as many expats or people who are living nomadically as well and immerse myself in that community. And I'm able to pick up paid work there as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and then number six is I've been doing some print modeling lately and I really enjoyed it, but it's really cool. But for 2020, my goals are to serve more humans and what Mm -hmm. I did with those seven Mm -hmm. women I plan to scale and do with 200 women at one time. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So I'm really, really excited about that. I can't imagine having like
1: incredible. Yeah. I'm really excited. (laughs) That's amazing. Could you imagine having a coach like her? Like, I'd be (laughs) in at a time that you were, you know, trying to launch a business. Like, you've got to be an incredible coach.
2: I really, well, I have incredible clients. Like these yeah. women are mm-hmm. like mothers. And I mean, like some of the, the the problems that I have helped them work through are really beautiful. Like, what do I do with my kids while I go to mm-hmm. Africa to serve a medical mission of yeah. 40 children? Like, they're just like incredible right. women. So I'm really blessed. I'm really blessed to work with these women. And, um, but this year I'm going to do group coaching because I want to make it more affordable, more accessible yes. to these right. women. And I'm okay with saying, what didn't work with this program was that yeah. it lacked a lot of like it worked really well but it lacked a lot of structure mm-hmm. so now it's like okay these women got a lot for their money and they really grew yeah. quickly and now it's time to scale it further so that we can serve more people more intentionally mm-hmm. so i'm really excited about what we plan to do with this so i plan um in january i'm going to launch uh Confidence, self love, uh, a whole course work on that, which will have like meditation, mm-hmm. affirmations, and actual coursework for us to do. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then the next portion of the program will be um, six weeks to building a business that you love. But you have to take course one in order to do course two, mm-hmm. so that we speak the same language. And then yeah. for the resilient nurse platform, it'll be a new nurse survival guide: how to not quit your job within the thirty day first thirty days. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then we'll do a, a travel nurse workshop as well. So I want to keep things scaled to both audiences. Mm-hmm. So I'm plan. I'm right now. I'm writing four courses. So it's really oh my fun. god. So <laughs> how many people do you have helping you with all of this in total? Um, so I do. I do have a team. So one of the things that has has made life easier for me is outsourcing the things that I don't like. I can't spell. Like, I just Uh can't. Like, I've never, like, I can't. (laughs) It's not your thing. Thank God for autocorrect. Like,
0: sometimes I type too quick and I'm like, I know how to spell that word, but I can't type it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, I can't. I can't do that. Um, I'm not the best writer, but I'm a very great speaker. Uh, I, so what right now I have a videographer on my team. I have a social media director, um, I, and then everything else I outsource. Yeah. Like anything when I, I, I believe in doing the work the best that you can. And then when you meet a strong resistance, mm-hmm. like strong, forceful resistance, outsource it. Like, yeah. like I, one of my clients, for instance, just built a planner, a monthly planner mm-hmm. And she's an artist, designer, all those things. And now, like the lines are unorganized. And I'm like, listen, you wrote 292 pages, yeah. for a planner. Like, let's outsource this to someone who graphic design is like what they do. Yeah, like that's right. what we'll do. Yeah. So I've never been the person that like is trying to sit down and edit my videos mm-hmm. or, or just do things that, or clean my house on my own right. because that those are things I'm about things to that, outsource that.
1: Yeah, yeah. and I'm.
2: I'm big on just like not doing the things that you don't like to do or you're not good mm-hmm. at so that you can spend as much time doing the things that you're really, really good at. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I do I'll outsource, I'm going to outsource some building a new website. So I'll write all the coursework and then I'll, I'll outsource it to someone to put it on Kajabi teachable, all the Perfect. proper formatting mm-hmm. so that I don't have to, do that because what yeah. what does that really serve me
1: yeah right it's gonna cost you so much in time anyway yeah danielle and yeah. i had to talk about that not that i'm yeah. the best and i still have a ton to learn but like <laughs> your time is worth a lot
2: of money yeah you know so uh well that's one thing we learn as nurses is to delegate yes yeah yeah totally yeah Definitely. and i wasn't good at that when i was a nurse i was like doing the cna the secretary everyone's job so yeah yeah because i never trusted
1: people no I would, and i had done like, my way <laughs> Me too. So it's, you know, as much as it also teaches you to be a complete control freak in so many ways too, and it's difficult to separate what you need to
2: let go
0: Did you ever take any like classes in public speaking or have you always just been like, you're you're so uh, magnetic, like you're, you're, you're so good at speaking, just like voicing everything. (laughs) Like, I feel like I'm, I'm stumbling over my words right now, trying to even ask this question. Like, did it come naturally to you or No. Okay.
2: <laughs> so um I'm from an area in Philadelphia where we pronoun- pronounce over pronounce our R's and we are very harsh with the way that we speak. So I actually took acting classes for a long time because that's something I really wanted to do. And yeah. I did for I did briefly I did a small film and I really loved it. And I was in place when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And oh. you know it, I, I and drama club and yeah. all those things so I always wow. loved the arts and theater and things mm-hmm. like that and it was always really weird because I was like a mathlete also and like really <laughs> in, I love math Yeah, but that's the side of a nurse nurses are math.
0: creative and they are also scientific
2: like we we're we are, we are yeah. art and science combined art and, exactly and I always tell people to like play with things because I went to a media training once and I was like, I don't like this. This doesn't feel real. I'm not going to connect with my audience. I don't want to do this, yeah. but I continue to take acting classes when I'm in LA simply because it's, it's fun for me yeah. and I get to play yeah. and you never know what I never knew. I would do public speaking at yeah. all. I like, was like, I'm going to be like, I didn't know who I, I was like, I'm going to be like Halle Berry one day or something yeah. like that. I didn't know who I thought hey, I, was you be, but be. I I love. <laughs> Like, who but knows? I just wanted to be able to voice my my thoughts in a way that people understood, but also that was still extremely authentic yeah. to my audience. Mm-hmm. And so if I spoke super prim and proper, which is not me, yeah. my audience would be like, who is that we can't relate to her? Yeah. So main, mainly it just was that. And then uh, on the hippie side of things, I do a lot of throat chakra work almost every day where I I let myself know that that I express my needs clearly Mm -hmm. and I, and I, and I ineffectively, and that's really important. And every time I get on stage before I speak, I ask God, my higher power to voice, allow me to voice exactly what I'm trying to say elegantly and respectfully so that people take it in the right way. Because I think that when our audience knows when we're when we're full of shit, yeah. you know, they <laughs> so know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, they know. And like we, we all have seen even going back to like what we post and promote, like we've seen an influencer that has half a million followers or or 100000 followers and they post some stupid picture of some some something we know they don't use yeah. and, and there's a reason it gets 300 or 30 likes yeah. on yeah. those huge influencer pages because people are like you don't you don't use that you don't do that mm-hmm. or if they're like i uh, it, it's not authentic so yeah i think the main thing is finding a balance between being elegant and authentic mm-hmm. for sure yeah, yeah. that uh makes sense i love, that. Sense to I love me. that you're a hippie too <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> <'Cause> I- <laughs> I have all of like my crystals here. Oh
2: my <laughs> here. Gosh. Show, you, show you Here's some yeah, more. Sure, this is my pl- I have ones yeah, under my pillow. <laughs> and I'm like big on plants and flowers. I saw <laughs> your yeah. plants. Place.
0: My living room is, yeah, is better with the the plants and stuff. I need to get my bedroom
2: more green. I like don't know what my place in L.A. looks like anymore. I'm like really nervous. But I'm, <sighs> I'm I only rent it to couples. So, uh, oh, cause they smart. tend to, yeah, they tend to that's like smart. take care of things. And I just, yeah. Like in the Airbnb instructions, it's just like, please do not kill my plants. Yes. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> please come to them and water them Yeah, every day. Yeah. For sure. How did you,
1: how did you get into all of that? I imagine you weren't like born into being a hippie dippy and into plants and vegan and all of that stuff. How did that all transpire? Well, I'm
2: more of like a flexitarian, I will say. Okay. Um, when I'm hungry, I eat yeah. what I need to eat. So one of the th- reasons, like, um, I don't want vegan followers to attack me. Like I, I've been eat. I saw you eat eggs, but, uh, when I went to Haiti, it made me realize like eating what you want, like mm-hmm. what you choose is like luxury, mm-hmm. you know? So oh, like, I, sure. I always try to be mindful of that. If I, I would say I'm like 80, 20. Um, but how do I get into all this? So my mom is definitely free spirited mm-hmm. and she's it. been this way my whole life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. every time I was like getting sick or not feeling good and she's like, it's because you're eating milk. If you're, you're drinking <laughs> milk, you're eating bread, you're eating rice, you're eating. I yeah. didn't grow up with any of those things uh-huh. really. And it was like later on in life till I started, um, I started like experimenting, trying different things really in college was like the first time I had junk food, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow, um, yeah. and ice cream yeah my mom is like here's a flourless chocolate cake like um <laughs> you know uh but but mainly like mindset things um you know I read this is gonna sound super corny but I when I was 25 I read The Secret and oh, yeah. I was at the time living in Vegas which isn't a hippy-dippy kind of spiritual place but I got really into like the power of manifestation mm-hmm, and I got obsessed mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Um, and I started with like a little vision board and I really realized that like my thoughts control my entire reality, mm-hmm. like every, it, they controlled everything. And I thought that this was a concept that I was going to develop when I became a millionaire or when I got super successful. Mm-hmm. But then I realized at 25, that this was something that, I need in order to become a millionaire, to be successful, mm-hmm. to be happy. Yeah. And, um, I would say that, um, within the last couple of years, it's just more so been affirming it. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, of course. Um, so like, we know these things, we know that the way we start our day drastically affects the way that we do. So like, if you're one of those people that go straight for your phone, mm-hmm in the morning your mood is going to be fucked up probably for the, yeah. the rest of the day because you're you're seeing this is my flat tummy tea and then 500 400 people killed and you know it's so much right, yeah. like it's a lot so um affirming those things to me was just more so consistency mm-hmm. like being extremely consistent and understanding that my mindset is like the most important thing yeah. ever so if i fall off the bat with my mindset then everything else falls off as well. And it goes back to that ICU nurse of being a control freak. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I always ask myself, what can I control? Yeah. What can I control and what can I not? So what can I control? I can control what I put in my body every day, Mm -hmm. like meaning what I ingest and what I, what I listen to, what I see, Mm -hmm. I can control that and I can control how I start my day. And I created this." One of the things that changed my life this year, um, I was started working with a coach mm-hmm. who has helped me both spiritually and professionally. Yeah. Because when I started coaching, I was like, okay, I'm pouring into other women for hours yes. out of the day. And I've been doing, I really should have done this when I was a nurse too, mm-hmm. when I was yeah. working full time as a nurse. But I didn't think about this because we think, oh, I can do this stuff myself. But guess what? You don't. No. You don't. Right. You need right. someone no, you to don't. keep you, you need some, sometimes you need someone to keep you accountable. Yeah. So, I I got a coach that I work with and we've been working with each other for some time now. And he had me do something that drastically changed my life. We created a set of life rules for me and things that I do not budge on ever. Yeah. And it sounds so simple, like so simple. And these things are as simple as I don't make important decisions before 9 a.m. I don't wake up. I don't work on Wednesdays or Sundays. Mm -hmm. Um, And I made a list of like what I require in spaces and in people in order to be within close proximity to them. This sounded like such a big luxury, but it has improved the quality of my work and my income like times five, for sure. That's amazing. Um, and just not compromising these things. You know, sometimes we'll be like, oh, I'll just stay in this in this hotel or at, the, at a friend's house or with this person who totally drains my energy. But then what happens? Our mental health suffers. Yeah. And so does the quality of our work. And then we saved a hundred bucks, right? But we lost a whole lot more than that. So those kind of things, just setting those standards for what I require in people, Mm -hmm. places Mm -hmm. and work changed everything for me. And now it's just affirming it every day, reminding myself, okay, if I fall asleep with my phone in my bed, I'm going to wake up and check my phone. So I need to keep my phone downstairs when I sleep. I need to have my alarm clock, these kind of things, because it's easy to fall off on them, just like we do on working out on on eating, right? And all those things. And that is more important than all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's kind of how it came about. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my gosh. I'm also curious.
0: Do you carry like black stones with you to, to keep your energy like inward and not try and allow or at least like not like let the negativity like in or let other people drain you too much? No, but I'm big on boundaries.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, like, it, you, I used to carry around my crystals, put them on stage and things like that. And then I feel like I threw one of them in the lake recently because I was like, I don't need it anymore. Like, I just don't. I don't need yeah. it anymore. Um, I give mine because, away when I don't need them. Um, yeah. And I, I gave my, my, my heart owner so I gave them away. And I think that putting power into things is really cool because as long as you believe it, it, it it has so much power, right? Yeah. And so, for me, it it... It's just I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. Most of us are who yeah. are killing mm-hmm. it on social media and then in social world, meaning that we get energy from being alone. Yeah, right. Yeah. We we thrive in social settings, but like we feel drained. Yeah. after them. Yeah, and, like you'll sure. find me at a club or a party, hiding in the back. Oh,
0: I know. I'm like, like I have a hard out <laughs> by midnight, and I will I will be home because I yeah I like to be home. That's yeah. why I recharge.
2: So for me, it's just more of a like once I realized like about like setting boundaries and not allowing people to drain my energy Mm -hmm. um and I figured out how to do that in a way that was like not offensive to people because it's like we think that oh I'm on this newfound boundary setting and everyone else can just get in line and suffer and like feel and that's not cool like that's like what like that's not okay to be like no I just don't want to hang out it's just like that okay why you know people want right. to know these yeah. things so I figured out a way to communicate my needs to others like even I love my mom she's amazing but mm-hmm. like I cannot cohabitate with her when right, I'm at right. home like it's not I just can't like yeah. not as a 31 year old woman I can't do it anymore so I remember her being so offended when I came to Philly and I was like I'm gonna rent a place and I'm mm-hmm. gonna do that and she was just like well what like is my place not good enough or like you know those kind of things and I was like well no mom like I work from home now or I work from co-working spaces and I need to wake up and feel good and have my own space in order to do that Mm -hmm. but like I'm totally down to hang out with you when you get off work and I think it'll make our time together like far more special and better yeah um yeah and that was like something that was like oh my gosh how am I gonna because my mom is like fiery so I was like how am I going to say this to her? And then I was like if I can stand up to her and in this sense and do it in a way that is with love and elegant like I don't really need to carry around these crystals anymore yeah. so that I can, you know, yeah. so that, that that was kind of my thing, but they're they're still there. I I just for for me now it's just more about expressing my needs but also understanding the needs of others. But And and realizing that it doesn't, neither one have to suffer. The people I'm expressing them to don't have to suffer from hearing it. And I don't have to suffer by like trying to fit into their box or their category or what they need from me. Yeah,
1: for sure man, you're wise. I know. I've literally, I've been been taking so many (laughs) notes on just like, seriously. It's like everything you you say, I'm just like, God dang, she is right. She is just right. But we know this, though. we do. We We know that, but it's like, you can, you can
0: tell like one of your friends, like the, like what they like the same thing over and over, but like someone else, they might hear the same thing from someone else spoken just like a Touched differently and it like finally sticks like it finally hits yeah you know and I think yeah. we're, we're all like that too like we can hear one thing so many times and then for it just sure. takes someone else to say it and it, it finally you finally no, for hear sure. it.
2: it it's so it's so crazy because I remember I met this guy that was like it was in like Columbia and he was telling me how it was so stupid that he was talking about like life coaching and coaching and he was just like it's really stupid like do you think your clients are just people who don't have self-control and I was like, no, like not at all. I think these like are, like, I just don't understand. You can find all those materials on YouTube and and in books and things but like that. But you aren't connecting like, yeah. with
0: somebody on YouTube,
2: really. <laughs> you're, I was like, you're yeah. not really connecting with no. them. And I was just like, listen, there's things every day that people do with themselves. And And um, I always realized like I was never the smartest person ever. Um, like what, like math I was really good at, but reading really took me a long time to do. And nursing school was really, really hard for me. Mm -hmm. And I remember my grandfather (laughs) told me that I wasn't smart. Like he was like, you know, you're not smart. No, but it's really sweet. So he's like, you're not smart, but you're smart. It it sounds scary, but he was like, you're not smart, but you're smarter than everyone I know, because you know, that something that takes someone four hours to do is going to take you eight. So you, you, you allow 10 for it. And that makes you smarter because you bring in the preparation mm-hmm. that, that you need. So a lot of us, like we don't have the willpower. We don't, we don't need to do, we don't have the things that, that most people naturally have. And by investing the time, the energy, the money into like saying, okay, like this is what's going to help me get through this. That makes them just as smart as the person who's naturally equipped with it. if not smarter in my opinion.
1: So yeah. my grandfather, yeah. didn't just
2: call me stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I completely agree with you. Yeah. I And one thing I will say about you too, I've noticed how, you know, we've interviewed other guests that I I love so much, but you have a way of listening, although you've done a lot of talking, which is the whole point of the podcast. Like you have a really great way of listening to both of us Mm -hmm. through the conversation, which we don't encounter like that often, Mm -hmm. honestly. And it's not something that's like offensive to me by any means, but you have a real gift for like sitting and listening and like pulling out questions and stuff like that too, even in this setting, which is difficult because we're online with each other. And, you know, I don't know if that's just your natural thing or you've had to work on that in the past or whatever, but you really, uh, you have that. And then also you talk about everything you're doing, but you're actually doing them. Like you're making steps to actively live better. And it's very inspiring to see somebody who, Has gone through a lot. I mean, you've, you sound, you seem like you have been through a lot, but you're constantly trying to make steps to get better. You're staying organized, you're trying new things, like whatever works for you. And it's very inspiring to see somebody actually do that. So I'm, I can't believe, I seriously cannot believe how different you are from you know, two years ago when I saw you or, or, you know, whatnot, but it's, it's amazing to hear you talk. And it's very, very inspiring for for both of us. Like I will listen to the, I will listen to this episode multiple times as a reminder to myself. So yeah, you're wonderful.
2: You guys are wonderful.
0: I was reading up on you and I saw that you started a scholarship. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a dream. I would love to be able to, to help people out that way. Like, how did you, how did you start that?
2: So I have to like... Um, and this is the Resilient Nurse on, like, letting... Scholarship. Yeah, yeah, the Resilient Nurse. So I have two brands. So one is Grow with Nurse Mo, which like totally was an accident. Grow with Nurse Mo was an accident, but it was a beautiful accident. Yeah. And now we're refining it. Um, the Resilient Nurse I started like back in 2014. And it was just like to change the face of healthcare. I wanted to incorporate more brown yes. and black nurses yes. um, into the healthcare field. And like just change that image of like nurse that's all over the internet. Mm-hmm. And so we started the Resilient Nurse program back in 2014. But 2018 was when um, we launched our scholarship program silently. And 2019 was when we like decided to make it a big deal. But actually, every three months since 2018, we've been giving out $1,000 or more. And the way that I started That's this amazing. was basically that... I am partnered with Emerald Health Services to do pretty big events. Actually, our next city is probably gonna be Nashville. Yes. Oh,
0: yeah. Come to um, Cleveland yeah. I'll take no, you everywhere. It's it's come no, it's to Cleveland.
2: Cold. I'm no, jealous. Danny, no, come you. to Nashville
1: <laughs> when she's here. Yeah. Okay. Why does nobody yeah. come to Cleveland?
2: Um All right, and bye. I'm actually like, I'm actually just we, we do these big massive events, mm-hmm. right? And they are a travel nurse company. And the whole the whole in, intent for the event. Is basically to get more nurses signed up to do travel nursing, which is awesome. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't want to jam that down their throat. So let's like subtly do it and make it all about motivation, inspiration and other elements that they can join. So initially when we did the events, they were free. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I don't like to do a lot of free things because it brings my market value down as a speaker. Yes. And, um, I love to do a few free things just to make my voice accessible to everyone. Mm -hmm. But it comes to a point where it's just like, I can't do this because then how can I do my own events to charge more? So we came to the agreement that we would charge for the events and that I could do whatever I wanted to do with money Mm -hmm. that we got from the event because they they didn't, they're they getting travel nurses and charging wasn't really a thing for them. And these are like high level events at this point. And um, so they're normally like, they get probably like a hundred dollars worth of like things, knowledge, you know, experience, food, but um, we just took the price point up to fifty, and normally we sell anywhere from like a hundred to two hundred dollars. I mean, two hundred tickets. Wow, wow. So yeah. I decided to take that money and instead of just like using it for like my own personal use or for leggings or whatever uh, or a right. trip to put it in a separate account and mm-hmm. to just make it the resilient nurse scholarship program. Um That's so, so cool. we've given out like this year I've given out over 10 K in scholarship. Oh. And sometimes we give them to nurses. Sometimes I give it to nurses students. The last girl I gave it to um I just like that she was already doing it. You know, mm-hmm. she was really amazing. She was a poet. She was into Reiki healing. I she was a, a nurse with six months of a year yeah. of experience. Um, And I just like that. I had that opportunity to give give money to a young woman who is 28 years old, taking eight patients on our stroke telly unit oh, and wow. she can take this money and do an event or I don't know, do what she wants with it, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been really awesome. I would like my goal is to give it out every three months, uh, but larger really soon mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the rest of my life that would be my oh, goal yeah that's amazing oh my god yeah. mo
1: you're freaking incredible i like thank you make you. me feel like i want i want to do so much more after talking to you're you doing a lot you're doing a lot <laughs> i know <but laughs> i, I know can't know wait to, to do <laughs> you make me excited to do more yeah. i should say thank not like you, a yeah, burden in any way but like you you make me excited to do more yeah thank you so, so much yeah yeah I'm but really... that, that's
2: probably like something that i'm really excited about like that i'm proud of i, I just i like it because i just feel like now nowadays you have to like just do so much to mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. like even when you become a nurse you're like you get your first paycheck you're like this fuck is this yeah like you yeah. know like who's up? Yeah. you yes. know <laughs> yes. so, so I just think <laughs> I think that that is honestly like a small thing that I can do um so like I'll, I'll close with this the biggest thing that I think that um has made me successful with my audience is realizing that uh, I work for them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. instead of them working for me. So if you ever come to an event of mine or anything, a retreat, I'm handing out water. I'm like making sure like everyone's Mm -hmm. happy. Everyone's getting a picture. Everyone's getting talked to. Everyone's getting a hug. If they try to shake my hand, fuck that, I want to hug. (laughs) Yes. You know, like, (laughs) so so I, uh, I think that it's really important that as influencers, as, you know, public figures, digital people, whatever we are, mm-hmm. is that like we really connect with our audience because they pay our bills. Yeah. They keep us happy. They keep us, you know, they support us mm-hmm. 100%. So ultimately we work for them. So I'm really honored that I got to spend time with you guys today. Oh, and thank I'm you really so much. I'm really excited with everything We're that you guys too. do. It's going to be dope.
1: Thank yeah, you so it's much. Be dope. Where awesome. can our followers find you? Instagram, okay.
2: website, everything. Perfect. So if you guys like me, you can follow me at I Am Nurse Mo. Uh, my website is IamNurseMo.com. Uh if you don't like me, but you love the nursing profession, and or if you just want to hear more about the nursing profession, uh, you can go into the resilient nurse.com or at the resilient nurse. So I'm not showcased on the resilient nurse at all. That's all for other nurses. Uh, and if you're interested in growing as a woman, entrepreneurship, travel, all things lifestyle, I am nurse mo.
1: Perfect. Thank you Thank so you. much, Mo. Thank you. Thank you so much. I feel empowered. I feel so empowered. Did you see her pull out her phone with like the list? Like she has everything written down. Yes. All those voices. I've got to like be more organized. Yeah. That's for that's sure. What I, I, I feel like I'm,
0: I'm just so empowered right now to, to organize my life and really start making some big things happen. So... <laughs> such a big this thank woman. you to nurse mo wow i really hope we get to meet i want to be her friend
1: um i hope she wants to be my friend. <laughs> i hope she wants to be my friend i know that's how i felt she likes tall people okay good she's so short good so whenever she met me she was like in four inch heels and barely came up to my boobs i love it i loved her the first time i met her wow. she's a force like an ultimate force and everything she's, super she's human. doing this for, I am she is so grateful she's doing it for the good of all of us yes
0: she really is like that that is a woman working for women we are going to include her links to all of her websites to the resilient nurse scholarship
1: everything yeah god gotcha. she's got like 10 so yeah for so sure
0: we will make sure to include all of that uh, we hope you guys really love this episode. Please make sure to follow along with her and all the adventures and amazing things that she's doing in the world. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, at The Walmed. We are on Facebook. Give us a follow, like, rate, review, subscribe, all the good things. Uh, we really appreciate reading your reviews. Until next time. Yeah.